Falcon. Hello! Hi guys! How are ya? I, I'm doing well. Praise God. Uh, we're both wow. wearing jean jackets, which yep. I get really excited when we're matching. Anybody else? Jean jacket club today? Anyone else get excited when we're matching? Probably. You know, maybe. <laughs> Maves, babes. Oh, I'm Beth. I'm Jenna. If you're new here, welcome. Welcome. We're if, so glad you. If you're new here, we are with Blessed Is She. Mm -hmm. It's a Catholic women's ministry. Yep all about prayer and community. We mm. want to pray with you every single day. We want to invite you into community. Every single day. Every single day also. We do. We need community. I talked about that in Teachable Tuesday today. Well, that's cool. Yeah. It was one of my practicals. Okay. Like, if you want to get hungry for God, you got to get around other hungry people. That's good. It's too hard to run alone, you know? Yeah. It's better. It's better if you're running with other people. Totally. Now I'm mixing speaking of, speaking of running, yeah. people who like run marathons do it with other people. They train together. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's good. Well, I work. like it. Thanks, Jenna. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to listen in. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi Sophia. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Diana, you love today's theme. Me too. I can't wait to hear all about juggling prayer and life and all of the things. I've got some things to say about it. Let's hear it. I'm curious if you guys have any. Kick us off, Beth. Well, you know, as I shared with you earlier, Jenna, you didn't really respond to this, so okay. I'm not sure. Maybe I it was made busy. me It made me think was you're I doing not something? into this, okay. probably. But my hot take, when mm -hmm. it comes to people saying, I don't have time for prayer, how do I juggle, I've got my little kids, or I'm in school, or, yeah. you know, I've just got a lot going on. Okay. I would say to you that your life is out of order. Sure. <laughs> if you think that you don't have time for prayer, if you're too busy for prayer, uh, you need way more prayer than you're currently getting, which sounds like none or very little, you know? Yeah. I would say in the words of a worship movement ministry called The Harvest, I would say <laughs> prayer is primary. Prayer is not one among many things to be juggled. It has to be yeah. everything. It is the source of everything. So I would say, it's not like, where do I fit prayer in? It's actually, I'm going to start with prayer, and I'm going to build my life around that routine of prayer. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. Just no, mine. so true. Thanks, Jenna. Yeah. So you did like, did you hear that before? I heard it. You see, no reaction earlier, <laughs> which makes me think maybe that was off base. Hi, yeah. Biblio. No, I just know. think I myself think? am going through hard times mm -hmm. <laughs> with many humans in my life. Right. And the constancy of like, when am I going to pray? Because the first thing that happens is like waking up to a human. Yeah. And like many needs yeah. and being like, okay, now it's prayer time. But it's like reality for a two and five year old is like not really clicking with that yeah you know yeah so it is like the practicals of six children mm -hmm. i think it's hard especially like we homeschool so like everyone's always around it's just yeah. a lot yeah but i think like everyone can feel like that and everyone can feel like there's actually not any minutes and that's not true like yeah we need to prioritize it we need to put it first and 
Yeah, but it is hard sometimes. Well, Jenna, let me ask you. Where Tell do me. you fall on the, like, I mean, you're in such a unique season, stage of life. Yep. Little kids, homeschooling, yep. a lot of them. Six. Mm-hmm. So where do Not you to fall like that on time. life, okay. activity, yeah. motherhood, yes. as a prayer? Um, I think it can flow from prayer. Okay. I think everything I do with my family is like an extension of the grace that was poured into my heart in like set aside intentional prayer time. Um, and are there days where mm-hmm. it's like I didn't actually get any time to pray and now it's nine o'clock at night and I'm going to open scripture and do it now because this is the time I have Yeah. now? Um, yes. So... I was, for me, it's very much, I was pulling from yesterday's full cup of grace, of intentional set-aside prayer time and intimacy with the anchor of my soul. Mm. Um, But if more days, if it goes into multiple days now where I didn't have that prayer time, Mm. I am um, not healthy. I'm not uh, rightly ordered. I'm... um, well, you're running on empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a weak human, <laughs> and I need the Lord to function every day. Um, so my daily motherhood tasks and duties are done um, joyfully and in love, if the love was first poured into my heart. Yes. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. I love that you're saying... Were you going it, for something else? Well, no. She was. She was. No. I, I think you got... You You gave me what I needed. Tell me. You helped me, Jenna. What were you... Where were you going? I just... Well, you know, I'm backtracking. I'm backtracking on my... <laughs> I came out hard with a hot take. I came in... It's a real hot take. It's reality. It's what Jesus said. Totally. Yeah. So I don't think you need to backtrack. I it's do what Jesus think, did. I do think, and I don't know, I tell me if you think this is heretical if I'm dancing around something. <laughs> okay. But I Jesus just didn't have any mothers of six children in his disciples. He might have, we don't know. Right. Okay. Right? We don't know. Well, no, he had twelve apostles and they were right. all men. Right. So he had, he had Oh, you said the disciples. I thought you meant like Yeah, I was using that interchangeably, I which see. is not true. Thank you for correcting me. I'm just saying I think the needs of your season are different. So like how many kids did Martha different. have? We don't know. We don't know. Actually, have you done any research on her? No. Okay. I don't, no, know. I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. I don't know. So all I'm saying is I think that your vocation yes. is is very unique. And here's what I'm hearing. Yes. As you're describing, like, okay. I go through the whole day, and I'm get, I, I haven't prayed all day. Yep. But then it's 9 o'clock at night, and I'm opening the Bible. Yep. So it does sound to me, not like you're juggling prayer. It sounds to me like what you begin with is a commitment that I need to pray every day. Yes, And so sure. it doesn't matter when it happens as long as you're committed to making it happen yes. at some point. Yes. Which, I think we're saying the same thing. (laughs) I do wish, though, that it could start every day at 5. And it could... 5 a.m.? Well, yeah, because everyone wakes up at 5.20. Unbelievable. People. So, I was thinking the other day, the Lord has been convicting me. 
What's he saying? Tell me. Just like, cause I'm like, well, Lord, if I wake up at five, then someone's gonna wake up at 5.05. Like they just can smell it. You yeah. know what I mean? They can smell that. it happening. You get that. it, Melissa. Um, but he was like, no, I'm gonna make it happen, Captain. You know what wow. I mean? Wow. Like, like if I'm asking you to do this for me at five, then you do it at five. If it's 5.15, then it's 15 minutes of devoted, set aside, intentional prayer time. It's Which like, is like the, the lifeblood of my life. Totally. Like I do not function as a decent human being without Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know what I mean, guys? Listen, I, I just want to tell the people at home. <laughs> I feel like you're describing me. I don't feel like you're describing you. I, Jenna is one of the most naturally virtuous people I've ever met. It's incredible. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Me, I prayed this morning and I'm, you know, still, I don't want to say anything to curse myself here. Anything like super yeah. negative, but yeah. yeah, I need, I need a lot of prayer. <laughs> Jenna, however, I just think, anyway, I support you getting more prayer. I just think you're amazing. That's all. That's all I was trying to say. Public announcement. Public yeah, service announcement. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I can relate to that. Okay, here's a question for you. I never went to college. I did go to college half a year. You did go, yeah. But for the gals who are in college. Talk to me. How are, where is their prayer time? Is that like a stressful time? What's happening there? I'm trying to think of other phases of life Listen. that are trying to juggle. Do you remember when you were in college and you were like, this, is, I am so busy and I'm so tired. I didn't, wasn't listening. I was we're shaking busy. my hand at Melissa. We're Sorry. We're busy and tired in every single every season. season. Yes. So in some ways, I, I think what's true about marriage and motherhood is true about the working professional is true about college students. Okay. I really do. Yeah. It's sort of the whole point of Blessed Is She is that, like, we're all in this together. Right. We're all in the human experience. Yes. We're all on the way, making our spiritual journey, you know, together. Yes. yes. Um, I think the stuff. beginning thing is commitment. Okay. That Resolute you, determination. That's what I want you to tell them about. Yeah. We should pull tell it up. Tell them that. We should pull it up. Okay. Well, you tell them. Where was Tell that? them your experience. Guys, I gotta Google it. I don't we know. were in I feel like it was mass Mark. once. I think it was Luke, but probably Mark. Because mm. I think it was Mark. Mm -hmm. And Jesus was resolutely determined yep. to get to Jerusalem. And I was like, I want to be resolutely determined in my prayer time to do it, to be with the Lord, to give Him my life, to give Him gratitude. I want to be resolutely determined right? because. This is my life. Luke 9.51, apparently. Luke! I know. It, there could be multiple. Sure. Luke 9.51. Let's mm -hmm. find it. Do you want to talk more while I find it? I was very uh, inspired by that, that you heard that, that you received that homily, and then you made a change in your life. That is true inspiration from the Holy Spirit. Luke 9.51. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, he okay. set his face to go to Jerusalem. That's this version. NAB. He was resolutely this determined. This is yep. You guys, he set his face. Didn't waver. Didn't take his eyes off the prize. I want to be resolutely determined. Yeah. Just like Jesus was. To do the thing. You know? 
and I made Okay, Steph and Kelsey said, I was going to say that, sorry, college was the most consistent I was in prayer and routine. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Daily mass and liturgy of the hours. I try not to compare my routines now with that time, but it was the best. <laughs> I was like, daily mass and Lord of the Rings? That's what I read. L-O-R. Um, oh, L-O-T-R. I'm not a Lord of the Rings gal. Well, makes one of us. Mm -hmm. Okay, I commitment, I think, yes. is, is the beginning Agreed. thing that you've got to. And it, interestingly enough, the catechism, the fourth section of the catechism is all about prayer. Yeah. It's broken up into different, like, subsections. But where it begins, the conversation about prayer in the catechism says that it begins with humility. Wow. And so I think you, yeah, in order to have a prayer life, Excuse to enter me? into prayer, you have to have humility. You can't be in relationship with God without humility. Wow. So I think what I'm how I'm hearing that is you you acknowledging your poverty, yes. your weakness, your need for God. And that is humility that no back further. Sorry, on, that, that's this. the battle for prayer. Unbelievable. This whole section is really great. Well, wow. yeah. Well, wow. this was back in my highlighting days. I used to highlight a lot. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? The most common Yet most hidden temptation is our lack of faith. It's actually wow. not that we're too busy. It's not that we have too much. You know, it's not that we don't know how to pray. It's that we don't have enough faith. Isn't that crazy? You guys, this whole section on prayer is insane. Well, this is the... Highly recommend. The battle for prayer in part four is phenomenal. Yeah, so this is it. Uh, Humility is the foundation of prayer. Yeah. Man is a beggar before God. It's literally me. I'm like Jesus. Totally. Can't do me too. I can't me too. do anything. Please help me. Yeah. Please help me with these kids, these wonderful husband, these great friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do think I was thinking about a couple of weeks ago we did that video and we talked about like the fifteen non negotiables for a Catholic. 15 oh, essentials. Yes. That yes, was it. 15 yes. essentials. And the first one we started with was desire. Mm -hmm. And and so I would say maybe similarly, um, the beginning of prayer is humility, yeah. is our, our understanding that we need God, that we really can't do this yes. alone. Yes. We're not wise enough or kind enough or smart enough or patient enough or we're limited ultimately. So to begin from that place, a place of need and not to see that this is the upside down kingdom. Mm. This is like the how counterintuitive the gospel is that what comes first is our weakness and that's something that we celebrate. Like I need you God. Yes. So now there's room for God. Yeah. We talked about that on Teachable Tuesday today. We're overfull of all this other stuff. That was a lot about kind of input, but I think we're overfull of our own mm. we overestimate our own ability to deal with life. At least I do. Yes. Yeah, I very much have to push against all the parts of me that, um, like, oh, okay, these kids are occupied with something. I'm going to do something for five minutes mm -hmm. on my computer because I, like, can answer 50 emails in five minutes. You know it's what I true. mean? And I have to, like, actively push against that. That might not be for you. It might not be a computer. It might be I want to, I want to get that laundry done. I want to. Yes 
get that chore done that I've been waiting to do. I want to replace the light bulb. I want to, um, I don't know, what are other things? I want to go on Instagram and scroll. That's not a vice of mine. So that's not something I go to. Vice is the wrong word. It's not an attachment I have yeah. to be like on Instagram or same, Facebook. Same. Um, but that might be for you. And so to actually start to acknowledge what that is and listen mm-hmm. to like, what is it? Once I have a freedom, what is it that I feel attached to and drawn to? So good. Is it the Lord in my Magnificat over there or my Bible or my prayer journal? Um, what is it that I'm attached to? And I think that's a really good starting point to realize um, these these disorders that mm-hmm. we have habitually given into and mm-hmm. have become a part of our second nature. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm just thinking about myself here. Yeah. 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 Okay, Kelsey, someone recently shared with me how the common saying, God won't give us more than we can handle is not true. If it was true, we'd re- rely only on ourselves. Yes. He bring us, brings us to the end of ourselves to make room for yeah. his providence. Yeah. That's so good, Kelsey. Yeah. Okay, Julia, newborn season for the first time mm. was the hardest for prayer. I remember hearing of mothers who would pray the rosary while breastfeeding and feeling like a failure because I was struggling to breastfeed and felt like a failure in my relationship with the Lord and and being competent enough to feed my child. Oh, Julia, I am so sorry that you felt that way. Yeah. That is not the Lord, and he does not feel that way about you. Mm -hmm. At all. He loves you, Mm -hmm. and he loves your baby. And I agree, newborn season is extremely difficult. Yeah. Um, for me this year, my spiritual director really advised me um, because something that's very helpful to me in prayer is to look at a crucifix. And that might not be the same for you. Maybe it's a beautiful sacred art piece um, mm-hmm. or your favorite scripture, maybe in, in a piece of art in your home. Um, but that's very helpful to me. I'm not able to pray the rosary when I'm feeding my baby. Um, just I'm very... I don't know. First of all, I like <laughs> physically like I'm using my hands when I'm feeding my baby. Yeah. Long story. Um, so I like don't have the beads. Um, and so it's hard for me to like concentrate if I'm not kind of beading along, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put a crucifix in her room and I had like a little prayer basket next to uh, us when we were when I was nursing her. And anyway, so just looking up at the crucifix and pondering Jesus on the cross mm-hmm. and very much... Um, like I gave my life for this baby and I want to continue to give my life for my family and uh, be self-sacrificial like you were on the cross. Um, so just an invitation to you, Julia. You gave your life, you're, you're giving your life to your baby and it's beautiful and it's um, uniting yourself with the Lord in self in sacrificial love. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so just... Maybe that is a crucifix for you or mm-hmm. um, putting holy water around just blessing yourself um, with with your baby. I don't know. I just think that would be helpful. I or know, a rosary. I know you don't have like any, any light, dark is important. I'm obviously not and have never been a nursing mother. But I wonder if you could have on like a virtual Eucharistic adoration. Yeah, that's beautiful. Because I'm thinking just like what is... The mystery of Jesus giving us his body as bread, giving yes. us his body as food, as nourishment, and how, how like him you are in the act of nourishing your child with your own body. Yeah. And so maybe to be with Jesus, the bread of life, 
in, in that act could be very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if you're not breastfeeding, like you are taking care of your child. Yeah. You are yeah. sustaining this child's life all by the grace of God, by whichever means you have mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. And that is the Lord. That's him providing for you. That's him being your father. Um, and you are a mother to that baby. Yeah. No matter how that baby is being sustained in life, you're yeah. doing it. I think what I'm hearing maybe universally yeah. underneath what you shared about the crucifix mm-hmm. as kind of a focal point yes. is you kind of have to find your thing. Yeah. Like what, what lifts up your heart? Mm-hmm. What's a, a grace, an image, a gospel? Where's that consolation been for you? Where's that connection most easily found? Um, I remember this really sweet conversation like driving to the airport on one of our revivals and everybody in the car shared what would be on your spiritual mood board okay and it was like a book of the bible a certain saint like cool. and you, you really got a sense for their spirituality yeah it was so cool so i wonder if you could just kind of ponder your own spiritual mood board mm-hmm. like what encourages you what makes you want to pray help mm-hmm. yourself in that way yes yeah yeah that's good um, okay, Gabriella, how can mm-hmm. you pray and also be helpful to family while a relative is terminally ill? How do we walk with God and each other? Well, Gabriella, first of all, God bless you because care caretaking mm. is um is so full on. It's um mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, it's all consuming. Yeah. Um so the first thing I would say is um, with this, again, coming back to that wisdom of just making a commitment to be with the Lord, mm-hmm. that time, the length of time, what you do in that time is going to look different in different seasons. So maybe to just kind of acknowledge, you might even have to grieve a little bit, like mm-hmm. I can't pray like that right now. Mm-hmm. But there is an invitation, there is grace to pray in the season that you're in. So I think with, I hope this doesn't sound like a cop out. I, it's just that I, um, I don't know the particulars mm. of your situation or your schedule, but the Lord does. And so when I kind of got, I was hitting a wall in my like commitment to personal prayer. I have a, a 30 minute contemplative prayer commitment to my spiritual director so I can do lots of other things, right? I can do whatever. But I those 30 minutes are what I like share with her. Mm-hmm. That's my baseline. And that was getting kind of pushed all over. And so I asked the Lord, when do you want me to pray for those 30 minutes? Show me, give me the, the time, like show me when that's going to happen. Maybe it's different times of the day. For me now, it is a routine. It is at a certain time of the day. Um, but ultimately, what I'm trying to say with that little anecdote is to ask the Lord, Hmm. when am I supposed to pray? And for me, often the Lord will like speak to me in images and I don't know your situation at all. But when you ask that question, I immediately had an image of you sitting by someone's hospital bed, praying the rosary, just Mm -hmm. quietly, like curled up. So, and that might be different at different times of the day, but could you always have a rosary with you? Mm -hmm. Could you get in a decade in between I don't know, feedings or or a nurse coming in or do you know what I mean? So to ask the Lord, when do you want me to pray? 
but I'm committed. I ha- I am I need you so badly, Lord. Mm-hmm. But give me the time and give me the grace to respond to that time. Yes. It's kind of my thoughts. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um my prayer struggle oftentimes mm. comes from my lack of desire to pray. Mm. Um and so I don't know if that's anyone here, but um something that's really helped me in my lack of desire is to pray for someone else hmm. um, or to offer my prayer time for someone else. Um, so anyway, I just offer that to, especially for like terminally, terminally ill family member. Um, like, I don't really feel like praying the rosary if it's like I'm doing this for Sarah Frank. That's beautiful. Um, like this is for their soul, for for them to draw closer to the Lord, mm. for him to come even closer, for you to be pure of heart, that mm-hmm. he would be even closer in you and they would experience him through you. Um, anyway, I'm not saying that's you, but just to offer that to anyone here too. You know, can we kind of, can we chat about that lack yeah. of desire? I don't know if anyone else can yeah. kind of attest to that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> for me, that looks like, driving to the chapel okay and then sitting in my car on my phone for like five to 20 minutes yeah yeah you know yeah and until i heard a priest okay tell us father john parks okay say literally the exact same thing that he will go he knows he wants to he's gonna pray he wants to pray but he'll go and just like not go in yeah. Like, just go in the building. Yeah. I thought I was crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think there is a very real resistance to prayer because we do have a very real enemy mm-hmm. in the world. And so I don't think all of that lack of desire is you. Um, I think there are so many things going on there. So just for anyone who is feeling like, yeah, I don't really want to pray for 30 minutes a day or mm-hmm. whatever it is for you, 10 minutes, 5 minutes, I don't mm-hmm. really want I'm exhausted already. I don't want to add one more thing to do. Um, that sometimes that lack of desire is is actually the enemy, discouraging us from coming to the fountain of life yes. where we will drink the living water yes. that will revive us for everything else. So just some thoughts about that. A regular confession, maybe even making that a part of mm-hmm. your spirituality, mm-hmm. your your routine to have, like I go to confession, I'm not saying this, I'm saying you're making a commitment, I go to confession every two weeks. Regardless of if I think I need it or feel like I need it, my commitment is every two weeks. I would say across the board, that's what I hear from people on the journey people who want to be holy they have a commitment and whether they feel like it or not they show up and go to confession right so every two weeks i'm not even gonna say anyway i'm gonna recommend every two weeks (laughs) at least yeah at least um and i think it clears the air honestly it just clears the fog there are so many spirits like the enemy is real and of anything in your life, he's going to try to prevent you from spending time with the Lord. So he's going to give you like a distaste and apathy for spiritual things. Yes. Just like, meh, one more thing to do. This is boring. I don't get anything out of it, you know? Just rebuke that in Jesus' name. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Great. I well, didn't have any other points. All that to say, also, this is not one more thing to do. So that's a lie. This is... 
the most important eternally ramifications. Mm, here we go. <laughs> thing. Yeah. That we have to do. So it's literally the only thing. Is to be in relationship with the God of the universe. The only thing that matters. Yep. This is it. Yeah. And I know you're thinking like my motherhood, caring for my terminally ill yep. family member, that is the thing that's most important, but you cannot do what you need to do for them. No. If you're not with the Lord. Mm-mm. You are limited. Mm-hmm. You don't have, you do not have um, endless reserves Mm-mm. of love or grace Mm-mm. in your humanity. You just don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Which is a good thing. <laughs> I mean, and life is different when you have mm. intimate conversations with the Lord. When you hear his voice in the gospels when you see Mm. how he healed people and how he's doing that in your life life is brighter life has deep and impactful and beautiful meaning um it is it's like a veil is lifted and like normal things become the way i describe it in the well is like technicolor everything is lighter and brighter like you hear it's so silly but it's like you're in a disney movie you like hear birds singing and In the midst of tragedy, you see the light. Yes. Because, mm-hmm. So is that prayer time. Yeah. Can you please take the kids for an hour for me to be with the Lord? Mm-hmm. For an hour. Can I go? Be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go to the chapel. Mm-hmm. Anyway, communication is great. Accountability is amazing. You know something I read in the catechism? Just reading up for our little chat today. Yeah, what? Talked about like ideal places to pray. And okay. I was like, this is so practical, Catechism. I love Thank the Catechism, you. you guys. And literally the first place it said is a church is like the is the preferred place to pray. Oh, okay. And at first I was mad about that. I was like, you can pray all the time. You can pray anywhere. Okay. I don't want to feel like I have to be at the church, but I'm like, Jesus is at the church. Totally. In the flesh. He's at the church yes. in the Eucharist. Go see him. And also if you can't pray in the chaos of your home, you've got roommates banging around, you've got kids, whatever, you need to leave and go somewhere where you're telling your body and your soul, now is the time for prayer. Well, wow. Of course it's hard to like sit up and pray in bed. You sleep in bed. You, you know what I mean? You read in bed. You do all kinds of other things in your home. <laughs> so you've got to go somewhere That's that is good. set aside for prayer. That's why the catechism also says set up a little prayer altar. You need a designated space. Yes. You got to help yourself to pray. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, catechism. Highly recommend. Long story short, you're juggling lots of things. Yep. You got to put one of them down and you got to pray. Yep. If it's your children, I don't recommend putting them down. Don't put them down. But you Strap them on. If there is something. Head to the chapel. Maybe you start discerning that. Mm. Is there something, Lord, that you don't actually want me to be doing am i overcommitted? wow what are you asking me to uh be pruned of dude i was just listening to this sermon and he said honestly the only thing i want to ask you to do is pull up your calendar for this week and cross off eight things i love this i was like whoa eight things and then i was like wow yeah kind of that's crazy that's a whole chapter in love does Saying no. Interesting. Saying no to things. Yeah. That's very good. It's good stuff. Yeah. The problem is, I find, that you make that time, and you're going to try to fill it right back up. No. 
I talked today about giving up Netflix, how fasting from Netflix to like get hungry. Yeah. I, and the, it's, it's, here's a lesson within a lesson. Okay, okay. The lesson within the lesson is growth mindset, my friends. Yes. Don't be hard on yourself. Like I'm failing at this. I'm not doing it perfectly. Instead, I'm like objectively noticing I'm fasting from Netflix and now I am binging podcasts. Yeah. I'm listening to an audiobook. Yeah. I am still trying to fill it up. Totally. And the Lord and I are like, huh, that's interesting. I'm making space and I'm I'm filling it right back up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now that's good food for prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> but my it's hurts. All right. Thanks guys for hanging with us. Share your tips for juggling down mm, below. Yep. Or share your favorite tip. Adela, say hi to Jesus for us. Please do. All right. Talk to you guys soon. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.